What is the issue at hand? What are we talking about? And the, you do have to challenge your beliefs. And the best way I challenge my beliefs is through podcasting, right? I mm -hmm. know you are going to challenge some of my beliefs. And that's a good thing. That's how I learn and grow. And I can be like, okay, I agree with you. You convinced me. Or I can be like, yeah, I understand your perspective. Respectfully disagree. And um, for example, a few weeks ago, I had Desmond Ryan on the podcast, who is a former Toronto police detective now turned author. Uh, and defund mm -hmm. the police came up because we're talking about police, so naturally defund's going to come up. Mm -hmm. um, and my big thing with defund the police is we agreed on mental health. Mental health needs funding. Mental health needs help from the police side as well as the, the people they're policing side. Now, my, I never understood, why should the money come from the police department to fund mental health? That was always my thing. And from the left or the right, I never really heard a good argument for it. That was like made sense to me. And he was mm -hmm. just like, you're taking the burden off of the police and putting it on the mental workers. It makes sense that they would foot the bill for it because they don't, they don't necessarily need that money anymore. It's like, mm -hmm. agree, disagree. That's a valid point. You know, that is, that is the best explanation I heard. I can't say I still 100% agree with it, but I can't say he's wrong in that either. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. And I think that's an excellent point. I kind of want to read up on what he has to say now, because I, I think that is the better point. I think the defund the police movement is a movement that comes out of a bubble, like we said, like, as a leftist who's read Marx, who like understands all of the complexities of all of this, defund the police makes sense, because it's like, oh, people who I talk to every day, we understand that the state uses the police to enforce certain things about the capitalist hierarchy, and we're fighting against that. So therefore, we have to defund the police. And that argument makes sense to someone who spends all their time in the leftist bubble. But to the average American, they're like, what do you mean to fund the police? They're the people we call when we're in trouble. They help us. You know, and it's, like, it's such a dumb argument. But when, as the police officer made it sound like, the police aren't necessarily supposed to do everything. Why would the why would you send a police officer to deal with a mental health issue? You know, why not send a social service worker, someone who's actually trained to do that sort of thing? If you send a guy with a gun to handle a situation that he's unable, untrained to handle, of course, people are going to die. <laughs> like, 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 it's just you're putting the by doing that you're putting the police in a bad situation. It's not necessarily that a cop is racist or that they want to hurt someone. It's that they don't have the training to deal with certain things and we shouldn't be asking them to deal with it. Um, and so we should create better services that we don't just pile all onto the police. And I, I think the police, that, that uh, police officer who, his name I forget right now, um, I'll listen back to it later so I can look, it up, look him up. Um, I think he made a great point there. Yeah, it is, it is a good point. But to, you know, the, the, to your point as well with the social worker or the, or the clinical mm -hmm. physician or mental health worker. Yes. You know, mental health worker is suit to do that job in the proper setting in a mm -hmm. clinical setting. So just as a police officer is meant to be a mental health worker, mental health worker is meant to be a cop either. So like I would never send a mental health worker on the street to answer a call. No, 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 no. That person needs to be brought into like a doctor's office, a setting that is appropriate for mental health work. Especially if they're all erratic. The last thing, you know, when you're angry, the last thing you want to hear is calm down. Like, that doesn't, that doesn't work either, and it's dangerous. You need someone, like, it, I don't know how you would do it, but, like, my mother was a, was a, was a social worker, and she worked with, um, she worked with people, like, dangerous people in a, in a hospital, mental hospital, and there were always guards there just in case something mm -hmm. happened. Now, she would be there in her setting, but outside the door was an officer just in case. So, yeah. 
It's like that, that I guess like with the defund the police movement or even police reform. So well, police officers still need to be in those roles. It's just a mm-hmm. matter of how do we do that and how do we get that person who's having an episode safely into a position where that clinical social worker or psychologist can do their job. Yeah. And I think that this is like an easy one to understand. And I'm going to push back a little on what you said about, Please. you know, the, the in a clinical setting, because think about EMTs, like EMTs are trained to handle physical medical trauma in the field mm-hmm. uh, in, in settings that are not clinical at all. You can do the same thing with mental health, you know, like just because it's physical versus mental health, you can have a professional, like think of, I, again, I, I don't actually know the terminology here within the field, but I'm sure it exists. But think of like a, a negotiator, you know, you see movies with like hostile negotiations, yep. that person is kind of what we're describing. And obviously that's a very intense situation, but that's a person who's trained to deal with a variety of mental health issues on the fly in a high intensity, people could die situation. And that person does work for the police, but they also work as a mental health professional. You know, oftentimes like they, they have multiple roles because their skill set is applicable to many things. And you, you could break that down in many different ways. And if it ends up that we're spending more on this stuff than we're currently spending on police budgets, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Um, I just think that we need to distribute our resources in a reasonable way. And as I said, like when a, you know, someone is causing a disturbance because it's a, you know, an autistic child, you know, and they're freaking out and people are worried. We've seen situations where that happens and the cop ends up killing them because they don't know how to handle that situation where, if you send it, sent a, uh, you know, a, a special aid teacher, I forget the exact terminology, but like to, to that autistic child, they could just handle it like that because they handle it every day, you know? Um, and so that's, that's kind of what we're talking about here. And even beyond that with police, it's like this way we structure our policing makes a huge difference. If we, when you see, when you see like small towns who have police who live in the town, conflict with police rarely happens. But when you have big cities where the police are coming in from the suburbs and working in the cities and they're working in areas with people they do not know, they're like those police officers are going to be more scared. You know, like like I'm scared when I'm in a part of town that I'm not I haven't been before. And it looks kind of scary. You know, everyone is. But if you hire police officers from within the communities to police the communities themselves, you see better results. And a change just like that doesn't have to defund the police in any way, shape or form, but it would create better results that are more equitable to the communities that are being policed. Um, and, And I think that oftentimes in this debate, it's one side versus the other when there is such a wide spectrum of policies that most reasonable people will agree on. And if we just talked about them more we might actually be able to move forward and find a solution. It doesn't have to be us versus them. You know what I mean? Oh, a thousand percent. And a lot of it, a lot of it, like defund the police is just a terrible slogan. I think most mm-hmm. people would agree with that. Um, but I do think change needs to be there. When it comes to money, most of the time it's just reallocating. You know, mm-hmm. you already had, the money's already there. You just need to spend it more wisely. It's the same thing I do with taxes. Should we raise or lower taxes? Well, where is the money currently going? If you can't answer that question, the answer is don't raise or lower them. It's answer that question first. It's like mm-hmm. we, we probably have enough tax money to end homelessness. We have enough tax money to afford Medicare for all. We probably do. It's not probably. We, we definitely have yeah. enough tax money. It's, it's, a, couple, a couple tanks uh, off the military budget will end homelessness in a major city. Yeah, like, yeah. It, it or 10% of, 10% of what we give into Ukraine can, exactly. can, can easily end homelessness three times over. But, I, I think know, I think it's something like twenty billion dollars to, to end homelessness. Like it, again, it's a lot of money, but it's not that much money. You know what I mean? It's not money we don't spend or print on other things anyway. Mm-hmm. So yeah. at the end of the day, it's it's, it's not defund; it's reallocate. 
is this reallocation, yeah. and you need people to come together on that. And that's very hard. It's very hard to talk to people. 